0: What is up, everybody? You are watching/slash listening to another episode of the McAllister Hours podcast. Uh, I wanted to do something a little special for you guys uh, for the intro here because not only are we not doing our regularly streamed live podcast, um, we missed out last week. Um, we had two individuals uh, come through, and um, they both. They both bailed. Well, one one forgot that it was his birthday. Um, I don't know how much Xanax he was taking to forget that, but um, another one just didn't show up, uh, which left both uh, myself. Uh, what the fuck are you barking at, dude? Really? Someone over there. Someone watching me. Right when I start oh great! oh oh great! Now they're gonna start barking again you you were just you were just talking to them. you were just hanging out with them, man, oh my gosh, so there's like on this other house there's like three dogs, and this person just like leaves their fucking door open the whole day and just like the dog's just like running and out of the house and i like did do they have fly traps or something at the door like what? like is that mosquito mat? I I don't know. Um but yeah. So, um like I said, like you know... Jesus. Now I'm getting impaled with these what the fuck are these spinny things? Anyways. Um This is a weird this is a weird part town we live on. Um some it's 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 nice though. It's not it's not like super removed um from like it has like a suburban style to it um has a suburban feel to it i really like it um but like not i guess not like suburban not like high class suburban like middle class like chill like we're all just kind of vibing that's that's my vibe um anyways i'm all over the place at this point this is um so this is this is the intro to the podcast i just actually had with uh, rusker he is a edm artist excuse me he's an edm artist in La Crosse, wisconsin um uh, quite honestly for a virtual podcast it was probably one of the best ones he'd done um previously i feel like when i've done virtual podcasts i wasn't really a wasn't really into the guest and b just wasn't that the whole setup is weird. I really hate that virtual Zoom. I'm always so. I I'm an uncomfortable person in general, but when it's when it's a Zoom thing, it's even worse. I can't stand it. Um, but th- this was actually. They, you know, there's some awkward blurbs, but I think overall it was honestly um, a really interesting interview. Um, like I mentioned, I met this guy through Sad Boy Samurai, aka Jordy Flash, and. That whole thing, um, the, all those guys, and you know, I I don't really fuck with EDM a ton, but I did I did experience it uh, at the what was it, Lefties? It was it Lefties a couple weeks ago? And, uh, not this guy, not Sad Boy, but there were some other guys doing EDM, and like I, I get it, man. I I I, get, I I understand. Like there was a point where I was like three three beers deep, and I was just kind of mellowing, laying back in the middle you yeah, know that kind of thing um but anyways so i guess without further ado here's the fucking episode i might as well shut the fuck up um i i have i went way over dramatic on this intro um i'm honestly regarding the two minutes i spent setting it up all right everybody here's the episode enjoy You're watching slash listening to the McAllister hours. I'm your host, Cole McAllister. Today we're joined by a EDM artist out in Wisconsin. We are cheating a little bit, um, going outside the Iowa um area, but uh we were just talking before this. He knows quite a few of the guys here in Iowa, so um I don't really see any problems. Uh everybody, Rusker.
1: How's it going, guys? Y'all thanks for having me on this. I really appreciate it. This is my officially my first podcast. So
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, this is fun, man. Uh, You know, like I was saying, the virtual is kind of all weird, you know, and obviously there's a a lot of distance between us. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a good time, man. Uh, Good vibes here in the Macalester Hours podcast, virtually or in person. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you first um, a little bit of your background. Uh, How did, did, you know, where are you from? How did the name Rusker come into play? Uh, What's all going on with that?
1: Yeah, so originally I'm from, actually, I'm from Scranton, Pennsylvania. If you watch, oh. you know where that is. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm from Scranton. Uh, kind of moved into the Midwest through my dad and his job, and he works at Fast and All, which kind of landed us in lacrosse close to Winona's, where their headquarters is. So I grew up here for the majority of my life, and I actually started playing the drums when I was like six years old, mm. and really started kind of pursuing it and i would always go out to like open like i'd have to go out and drum in with like bands that had like you know 40 50 year old guys playing stuff because i was drumming kind of like i was drumming above a level of the kids that were my age so it was hard to like form a band but i was just constantly playing with older people like throughout my life and i kind of got like you know with, with when you're in a band you got to depend on at least two other people to hold their part together right and it yeah, sound good because that's a that's a unit at that part and i'm like you know when i went to my first edm show i I went and saw zed's dead and i was like kind of had had that epiphany i'm like wait they're doing everything and yeah just short of the lights you know all right so that's kind of where i decided to kind of turn gears and i was always a heavy kind of heavy metal drummer i listened to a lot of slipknot Mm a lot of a lot of metallica a lot of kill switch engage a lot of just like just heavy shit and kind of found that same energy in, in dubstep so yeah from about when i was i think i was about 16 when i when i hit my first show i went Damn. there yep, you know, and uh i got in and that was uh kind of where the whole life took a little u-turn there and i was like i'm doing this music shit you know so the, the rusker name came actually um so I was a group, me and my uh, buddy, his name's Braden. He goes by Fossils and super, super talented artists. You should check them out. Um, I think I but, saw
0: you guys doing a song together like a week. Yeah, we got a like couple
1: of labs in the, in the works right now. We're really excited about, um, but he, uh, him and I were actually grouped together and we went by Vandal. And this is like hmm. when, when I first got my start. So I was probably 17, you know, like DJing these parties with Braden. we're like DJing at these college parties while we're in high school like you know like these kids thought we were in college too so it was fucking hilarious but they're like how old are you 20 what grade are you I'm like 17 like you know so Uh, you're 21 you're 21 yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so we we did that for a while and then um we kind of found out that there was another like hard style DJ overseas named Vandal. And we <laughs> we're like, okay, obviously <laughs> that's the credibility that this guy has. So we just kind of like broke off that and um, went into our own kind of like individual paths. And I, I kept the name Vandal. We split before that um, just cause he wanted to go kind of a little more trappier and do a little more different stuff. We were totally fine with it. But um, yeah, basically uh, ended up changing my name to Rusker. Cause I was going to, I was, I ended up being pretty decent at like high school football and I was going to go play in college. And to my dad, I definitely was, could see that kind of like single tier when I was like, yeah, I don't want to go play football. I want to make me, you know what I mean? Like when I kind of, when I told him that, and I was like, you know, everyone always called me Rusker, Rusker already. And I was looking for a new name. And this is kind of when I decided to like really shift it and be like, I'm going to do this shit. So I switched it to Rusker um, to kind of, I keep the name going in a different way too and uh you know it's it's cool though because it's not you know it it doesn't not mean anything to me so I can actually you know get behind it fully and wholeheartedly and it, it feels good yeah so so that's kind of where that came from I changed the name there because it was a already my nickname and b I'll keep that legacy going you know
0: <laughs> so is that nickname like is that a playoff on your name or where did that nickname originate from
1: so uh in football they write your Last name right on your forehead. Oh, okay. For a okay. Couple of weeks. I was either Rusk or Rusker, and that was his okay. nickname too. And that it's just kind of everyone called me that, and I'm like, why am I sitting here trying to think of like this <laughs> weird, cool, different name that like I don't even know if I like? When I can just use this. And yes, I know it's close to Rusko, and I'm not trying to be like the goat. <laughs> we'll never be either the goat. I'm, I'm just openly saying this right now because I have had people be like, "Did you name yourself after Rusko?" I'm like, no. Did not it's my last name <laughs> but yeah no that's that's kind of how that name came to fruition there and uh been riding it out and i've been loving it
0: <laughs> damn so uh how long you've been doing this then
1: um so i've been djing and i probably i started toying around with producing maybe when i was around like 16 or 17 yep. right after that show kind of and because everything i was doing was live before that like i have a a drum set in my basement you know i'd go play out at bars and and sit in with bands and stuff like that but um i was just kind of like you know i had been used to doing that whole stuff and i'm like i just i i didn't want to have to depend on other people to kind of make what i wanted to make and that might sound a little selfish but i also that's kind of just that creative part of me that's like i kind of want to take this you know and do do what i want with it and that's the fun challenging part about it is you just, you never know where you're going, but you're like, let's, let's give it a whirl, you know?
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate that sentiment. Um, I do. And I think I was mentioning this before. I do a lot of hip hop. Um, and I think EDM and hip hop kind of, um, kind of the thing, the things that are similar about those two genres is it's very individually based. Like, I definitely, I, like I, I feel what you're saying about like trying to get people together in a band to try to like all have a singular thing, like, you know, even on individual EDM, having to work with other people, that can be difficult. So, um, you know, it's just where technology's you know, taking us. It's yeah. more individually based.
1: I agree, Ooh. man. It's, and it's, you know, it, it's really, you don't really know how hard it is to sound cohesively good as a unit until you try. And then you're like, damn, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And even to add to that, like collaborations too is, you know, another even part of that to where, that's where I like it's that individualistic side to where like you're creating your own music, but it's also it, there's so many networking possibilities. You just meet so many cool people through, you know, you two deciding that you want to do something together and just kind of seeing what happens. And, and that's kind of what I love about like the EDM scene. And especially crossover with like the hip hop scene too, is it's like, there's just such a massive market for like that type of music because, and that's kind of like what I do when I, when I grew up around here, aside from like the, well, now I can play, like, really heavy shit at the shows because people kind of, like, know what to expect when they're coming outside any of the shows that are mine. And, um, but when I was kind of, like, struggling with getting people to kind of like me as a DJ, you know, it's, it's hard when people don't really – because I was on the dubstep wave. I should I wouldn't say dubstep, first dubstep wave, but before people that were, you know, in my friend group and stuff, like, not a lot of people were really liking it. So I was, like, in love with it and then other people are like what the hell is this shit you know what I mean so I kind of had to cater, cater the style to you know like a lot of my sets they'll have I'll play like 7 by Beyonce to like get all the like you know girls and guys moving on the dance floor because you can't say you don't know that shit and everyone's gonna move and then if you build that up and drop it into something you know taking people like this versus this the whole time you know and I kind of had to figure that out slowly but surely when I was like going real hard for 20 minutes and then I look up and there's no one there I'm like probably gotta cater to the crowd (laughs) but you know luckily I even even play a lot of weddings and I play like Hmm. benefits so I'm I'm used to having to cater to the crowd I just now now I play them more than I did but that was that was before when I was a little young young boy out there
0: (laughs) (laughs) so um I I know you were mentioning that you have a job and I've seen that you're in school um but like you know, you mentioned doing weddings and stuff. Have you actually been able to, like, have a you know a decently steady income from this? Doing this,
1: so basically, this I would say the most steady income. It, it actually, ironically, is picking up more as COVID's kind of letting off. Hmm. Makes um, because sense. Because I think it gave, kind of like where I kind of look at my myself and where I am as an artist, like. There's so many other people that are right at this level, like, that are just, like, almost, like, a couple tracks maybe away from, like, getting, like, a pretty good hot streak and then, you know, like, and there's just so many people like that. And I think this past year really kind of gave me, like, and everyone, which is the awesome and scary part, because everyone had a whole year to fucking, you know, get their shit together (laughs) and really think about what they want to do. But um, that's where I kind of, like, re focused on what I, I i want like the rusker shows to be like an experience more than like someone just playing music like the last show i played the whole back half of it was original music and now that i'm getting to that 50 percent mark of all original it's like it's definitely shifting from like yo know, someone just playing someone else's music to like that's a unique set that you're only going to get from that person um and that's kind of what i think this last year really like allowed me to do so that is showing as to where now I'm, you know, getting booked. Like I'm playing in, um, I'm playing at the exchange in Minneapolis on uh, hmm. Thursday and then we're playing for, uh, OG Nixon up in Fargo on June 6th or 5th. Yeah. So hmm. it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be ramping up and we got a bunch of stuff that, uh, that's in the works too. It's just, you know, it's kind of hard You're playing it by ear with this stuff, but hmm. I'd say now it's, it's definitely ramping up. We actually, we throw our shows too. um, before COVID, we throw bass, bash and lacrosse. So that's me and two ten. We uh, were the polite boys together, and uh, we we started throwing you know these shows in lacrosse. And those have been coming. You know, th- those are some income here and there. But it's it's basically how I will describe it. It's like a full time job without getting paid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that's that's not, I'll quote that well. I am <laughs> being a musical. You know, having a music career is. Until you make it, it's a full time job without getting paid. So you know, it's it's money here and there, but it's nothing to live off. I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, starving artist. Yeah, I totally get yep. that.
1: But hungry, uh, you know what I mean. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just, I think it's a Steve job quote. Uh, stay stay hungry and stay imagined, or something like that, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's important. Whatever
1: um, keeps the mind above, right? Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, you mentioned you live in Lacrosse. How is the like you know, you mentioned traveling other places. How is the scene in Lacrosse compared to like you know trap? You know, I guess performing other places like Minneapolis or Fargo or
1: Lacrosse I- is a very interesting little. It is so Third Street has the most, and this might have changed. There might have been another town that leveled up, but as far as I know, on Third Street, that's like the most bars per street in the U. Like in one street in the U.S., there's like 15 bars on. It's like one street's fucked up and there's so that what i'm getting at is they like to go hard here <laughs> like you when you can walk downtown on a thursday night with five dollars and get a wristband for unlimited drinks come on like, holy shit it, yeah it's a problem it's not it, it creates a problem, it creates a problem. <laughs> no but it's there's three colleges here and pretty much all the campuses so you got western tech yeah uwl and you got UW-L-D-O-T-R-V-O, And all of the campus, like, where these kids live, if they're not in the dorms, is just mushed together. Like, they all live around each other. So there's just so many college kids here. And then you add on that downtown scene, it's like, this place gets absolutely nutty. Like, it it has insane potential. And I'm... (sighs) I love, I'd love to be like, I'm not just saying that because I'm from here, I am from here and I've been rooting for this town, but they've been like, it's, you know, increasingly as we've been throwing these shows, we're getting more and more people out there. More people are kind of, there just really wasn't anything for the EDM scene out here. There's a one bar downtown that kind of does EDM stuff, but it's more so like top 40 remixes, like not really, you know, bringing in artists that kind of know what they're doing. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, Growing but extremely potential <laughs> town in terms of that. I just think there needs to be one event that people are like, damn, you know, and it's going to be crazy. We got some stuff that we're working on for the summer with uh, Polite Boys and some other companies. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's, it's very interesting town. It gets me really excited to talk about because I've seen the. We got Oktoberfest here too, and our population mm-hmm. goes from 50,000 to 500,000 in a weekend. So it's. Wow. It's the biggest Oktoberfest celebration in the US. It's crazy. It's oh, just-
0: I didn't know that. Holy shit. Yeah,
1: sounds nuts <laughs> when it when it comes to celebrating anything and everything, they're celebrating.
0: Damn. That uh yeah, that's crazy. Um, I want to talk to you about Wisconsin because I actually used to uh I used to go to a camp in Wisconsin, a summer camp. Um, okay, Camp Island for boys. You ever heard of it?
1: Where is it?
0: Uh it's in Saner, Wisconsin. Come okay. by Minaqua.
1: Okay, yeah, I know, I know where that is. I don't think I've heard of that though.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I don't even know if they're still operating anymore with, uh, you know, COVID. But um, I have a lot of really, you know, great, good, great memories of uh, Wisconsin and the nature in the woods. Um, gorgeous. Do you guys like? Do you have you done a lot of outdoor festivals in Wisconsin? Or so that's with like
1: the whole. I will talk from, lacrosse for wisconsin we had somerset going which was great and kind of sucked because it was like you were getting it's like you're calling through border patrol to get in there you know (laughs) like 13 walking down lines i'm like oh my gosh this is ridiculous but like they had that going on and i know they're trying to throw not somerset but like they're they're trying to throw more stuff out there and that gets used quite a bit that concert venue um and there's multiple other um but as far as like lacrosse that's kind of like what we're in the talks of, of trying to plan. And uh, cause like I said, there's just like an untapped market here of kids that are, that don't know what the EDM scene really is. Cause it doesn't really exist here, except for if you've been to one of our shows, you know, but there's way more kids in lacrosse that have not gone to the shows than have been to the shows. So the only struggle with that though, is because we have to throw, we were throwing them on the North side and everybody is downtown whenever things happen like you know mm-hmm. when it comes to 10 o'clock everyone's downtown so everyone we're you know we're still pulling 300 people but we gotta pull all those people from downtown to come to that show so that's an ongoing challenge to where we're trying to get it at riverside park which is right downtown and they just put a fully remodeled beautiful stage outdoor stage there so oh okay yeah if that if that uh we're talk- talking to the city right now if, if we can if we can swing this I'll, I'll definitely let you know and i'll let everyone know because this is gonna we're not, we're not doing something small.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. It's going to be fun. So
0: fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah. I have a really, I have a lot of really fond memories of Wisconsin. Uh, really gorgeous. gorgeous, beautiful area.
1: Yeah. And especially in lacrosse too, because we have the bluffs we locked out. We're right on the river. So um, we got beautiful bluffs on each side. You can see the Minnesota side where the bluffs go up and it's kind of, you know, we're locked out. Cause if you go over the bluffs and some, some places it's valley through but sometimes you go up and over and it's just flat for you know a long long ways out so we kind of lucked out in this area this is absolutely gorgeous we got the Hmm. river the bluffs you know beaches in the summer like summer is a whole different story here (laughs) so yeah no you got to make another trip up here you got to come yeah
0: (laughs) <laughs> i know i know i uh you know it, usually it's time and money is the reason i never make it up there but that's
1: what it is Yep. <laughs>
0: I've, I've always wanted to um not in wisconsin but kind of similar vibe i did boundary waters around that same oh, time um, You ever
1: look at the apostles or the it's a the apostle islands it's literally way up on the you know the mitten look or uh, how wisconsin's got, got that mm. kind of it's like way up there though but mm. if you ever look it up that might be a dope trip for you to go do cuz i've heard it's like one of the most gorgeous places. I've looked at pictures too there's like hollowed out rocks you can like canoe through it's crazy it's right Damn. on the great do so keep that one in mind if you're looking for a good wisconsin trip
0: hell yeah i definitely will uh did you ever have you ever like kayaked or canoed in wisconsin like muskeg lakes
1: yeah. i do so i don't i didn't I don't do like the Great Lakes just because that's like so far for me to go. Um, but a lot on the river. Um, I do. I do a lot of physical activity. I stay stay pretty active, even though I'm sitting down making music a lot. You know, I I can never sit still. My legs always moving. <laughs> like I went for a hike, the first hike that I went on this year because it was nice finally. And, Did like five miles after nothing, you know, not doing anything like that all winter. Pulled the (laughs) muscle in my back. I'm like, great, that's nice. But (laughs) now that it's getting nice out, the physical activity is definitely picking up. So, kayaking is going to happen. We do a lot of paddle boarding. Um, I want to go buy a bunch of dodgeballs and do some beach Mm,
0: dodgeball. Yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs) So, like to try to stay active. And that's what like the polite boys stuff too. We're going to try to find ways to incorporate that to where we can do like a beach setup at petty bone to where they're going to, they get like 500 people a day, nice and we just go down the beach, promote beach, volleyball, dodgeball, you know, and just, we like to, that's one thing I'm trying to like push with our stuff is like, I want to, well, you know, we all know in the EDM community, everyone goes hard, you know, like (laughs) your body goes through a lot, (laughs) but also, trying to be like take care of that shit because you know don't don't abuse yourself just because you're trying to have fun all the time like you know it's important to you're going to perform as well as this thing's working yeah yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna do too well you know so (laughs) so yeah physical activity is going to be picking up heavy here
0: (laughs) that's awesome though man and you know that's what um you know covet's kind of you know messed that up a little bit the last recent years (laughs) Uh, you know, there is like an energy with like, yeah, you know, I, I, I actually have not been to that many EDM shows personally. I'm more of a hip hop guy, but there is like, uh, energized, like you see people just like dancing and, you know, immersed yep. in it. And it's a very active, uh, uh, deal for sure
1: yeah no that, that's what i love about it is because i said i was like you know i was a drummer for you know i did a lot of metal drumming i'm sitting there drumming until literally i have blood blisters on my hand like i'm going i'm going hard i'm like 12 you know <laughs> i need that that's same energy and if you go to like i know this is very mainstream but if you go to like an excision show it's got that just gritty like and punching energy and it was just that same shit kind of directed in a new genre and I I was like, man, yeah, that's that's the energy I like. And that's the energy I like to have on stage. If you ever watch me, I'm I do not stand still. I'm always doing something, very fast paced sets, like always transitioning or, you know, got got something going on. I don't like to do the typical stereotypical, I should say, uh press button and play per se. (laughs) If you watch during my sets, I'm doing something a lot of the time, you know, and I try to keep it that way
0: so that actually brings me to a good point i um like i said i, I how we know each other is through Sadboy samurai um and we had him in the podcast and i always kind of like to ask edm people this what do you say to people who criticize edm djs and you know say like what you just said like you know you just press play and you you know just kind of sit there like what, what like what what do you say someone who maybe you know looks down on edm dj people for you know making those assumptions
1: yeah, I definitely go from the point of like, the viewpoint of like, you know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know, type shit. <laughs> so like, you know, at, at that point, if someone says that, I'm say like, where have you been to a show? And 95% of the time, it's no, you know, and it's okay, well, it's, it's kind of like speak, it's, it's speaking on a topic that you don't really know anything about. Because <laughs> I, I, I can tell you that I'm not the only one that's, not just hitting play and you know doing stuff like everyone is going i mean and especially in my friend group too like the group of guys that we got as you know i'll name off a couple we got like 210 absolutely insane on the decks we got two crispy which is my boy trey out of minneapolis linus out of minneapolis like Braden fossils you know and my boy ramble it's just like our whole group is like when you just see how nasty people are on it it's just like (laughs) that's where it brings me to like, have you ever been to a show? Have you ever watched it happen? And you know, and they, they could have. And and if they don't, I won't sit there and try to change their mind on it because I'm not one of those people that tries to force it on people. You know, I, I definitely, I know some people just don't, that's like, some people just don't like it. (laughs) That's totally fine. There's a lot of people in the world, man. (laughs) Like I'm not, it's not going to give me any, I'm not gonna be like, okay, I changed their mind. Thank God. you know. I'll be like, it's, mm-hmm. teach, teach their own, and you know, come to a show, come check it out one time.
0: <laughs> it's like pot, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's like people criticize pot. It's like, have you ever tried it? Have you ever smoked a joint? No. I think you need. I think you need to smoke. I need you to chill out a little bit.
1: <laughs> you need it the most right now, and that's just that's the whole the whole be- That's the whole beautiful thing I see about it is I'm like, you don't know, you know what you know you don't know what you don't know yeah, you know. But- and then you're gonna have that epiphany one day where it's it might switch for you, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> it's kind of kind of this, you know. But, uh,
0: I have I have two stereotypical questions to ask about Wisconsin. What's uh, up? <laughs> Is everybody is everybody a Packers fan? And is the cheese as good as they say it is?
1: Okay, I'll start with the second one. The cheese is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> it's a, it's alarmingly good. And the Packers fans, a majority, yes. Me, no. Go Bears, bear down, Chicago. <laughs> that each year by year, they're making it harder to be a Bears fan. But I'm still sticking with them. <laughs> my whole, my dad's whole family's from Rockford, Illinois.
0: So oh, okay.
1: Yeah, right, right around the corner there. <laughs> and, uh, Yeah, kind of, kind of got me when I moved here. That was the funniest shit. When I would go to school and everyone's wearing a Packers jersey, and I got a (laughs) jersey. I will tell you, Packers fans are so like, I don't know. I'd put them next to like maybe Eagles fans for hecklers. (laughs) They're fucking. I mean, they'll do it so passively aggressive, like passive as shit. They're like, oh yeah, like, and you're like, we we lost six games in a row. All right, come on, just. Our, we're playing our fourth-string quarterback, all right, man? <laughs> but when I heard about Aaron Rodgers leaving, wanting to, at least. Oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> is, there, uh, is there a rivalry there with the – I don't watch a lot of football. Is there a rivalry with the Bears and Packers?
1: Oh, God, yeah. It's one of the oldest rivalries in NFL history. Those were actually some of the first teams that were in the NFL, like, ever. So, it's it's been – those teams have played each other the longest in, in NFL history. Damn. So there's a, uh, quite a, quite a fucking rivalry there. And it's awesome too. Like it's so fun to go to the games and, or just watch them. Even you can feel the intensity, that energy, you know? Hmm.
0: So my dad, so my dad's a Cubs fan. Uh, so, Cubs, Cubs, like so Cubs are in the family. Um, it's interesting. Uh, um, my girlfriend I'm dating right now, she's actually, her family's all Cardinals. All St. Louis Cardinals fans. There you so go. That, no. so that's that's gonna be awkward conversation at some point when the parents no. <laughs>
1: meet. You know, they're just gonna give each other that look and be like, "So, Cubs fan, eh?" <laughs> that's where the passive aggressiveness comes in, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I is it? Though. it's that. I, I love sports. Everyone just gets so into it, and it's just fucking. It's fun, man.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was always a cross country guy growing up when I was in high oh, school. And all that. So I I was no, never I was never really into the yeah. sports.
1: I respect the shit out of those cross country guys because <laughs> <laughs> they would always be running when we were in football, and we would be like doing drills, and I'd be gassed after the first drill, and then we do ten like that, and they're just still running. I'm like, you guys are <laughs> animals. <laughs> like, what do you? I would. <laughs> I need medical attention.
0: <laughs> Cross country is a very uh, mental sport. I was gonna say oh. there's, there's like, there's actually like a lot of strategy that goes into like, you know, like drafting off people. Um, I actually, I had this one race where I was like, because I, I was pretty good, I was a four time state qualifier actually. Oh um, hell yeah,
1: man! <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Pretty fucking good. I don't yeah. like to brag, but no, no, you're
1: board <laughs> there. You're like, oh, you think you can run longer? <laughs> try <laughs> well i get
0: shit man i'll tell you I, i've lost it in the, like the what six years since i've been in high school i've gained weight and i, I can't remember the
1: shit <laughs> that was that, that was like in football i was second in the state yards per carry my senior year i had 15.8 yards per carry so every time i touched the ball i was the first down and a half which did not help the case and not going to play <laughs>
0: Yeah. I had one race though, I remember where um there was I was in, you know, I was talking about drafting and like a thing in that is like you you try to make sure that you sit behind someone to like I you know save yourself energy.
1: I know that. Yeah. They draft like a market in NASCAR. So I know what
0: that is. Yeah. And I had one race where I was like in the top five, and I was behind this kid that was like half of my size. He looked like a toddler. He was so short, and like I was, I was just, I was going, I was going insane because I was like, I cannot draft behind this kid. He's literally like, oh my god! Man. And I think he <laughs> ended up drafting behind off. me for a little bit, and he's like, I was like, you, you midget motherfucker, able to <laughs> draft off me? That's not fair. You just him <laughs> and start drafting him off. Pick <laughs> right. him up and throw him off to the corner. Yeah. Hey, get the fuck out of here, man! I got <laughs>
1: that's funny dude no, i yeah i did i didn't quite do cross country but i did i did track and i did uh what i considered distance in that so i did the 800 and oh, that. that's distance that uh, yeah i didn't want to do it but my coaches were like you're good at it so i'm like funny. so yeah that was i tried to draft in that shit and then i remember when i got This tall Native American kid from Toma, which is like 40 minutes out. And there's just like a lot of Native American people live there. And if you don't know anything about uh, Native American people, they are athletic as fuck. Like they can run like a motherfucker, dude. This kid was like in eighth place, just saving all his energy, I guess. And I'm in second. I'm like, I got this shit. Then I just hear thud, 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 thut, and like this kid's cooking. I'm like, no way! And he just get and I, I ran so hard to it right after it. I threw up and I was physically sick. I was like white and because I just tried to beat him. Couldn't beat him. Kid, creamy. me. <laughs> if you're watching this, good job. <laughs> no, I give it to people that do the distance shit, man. That's that's something to where yeah, you're the whole time you're going, motherfucker. Oh, you know.
0: <laughs> well yeah and you're you know you're mentally thinking the whole time like i remember like you know my coat like every mile my coach would be like screaming out the splits like you're at this time you're at that time so like yeah you're you're running you're mentally thinking about conserving energy and your time like all and you're timing thing.
1: yourself and, yeah no mm-hmm. that's that's that, i need physical contact or else i'm not gonna win <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 beating me in that i'll tell you that much <laughs>
0: yeah i football that was something i was terrible at. i did football in seventh grade and i'll never forget this there was a there was a game we did and they played back footage and everybody on the line went up and then one person on the line went up like two seconds later and they're all like who the fuck is that it was me <laughs> it was Yo, yeah yeah i was-, <laughs> that was so bad I call.
1: I felt my pocket vibrate sorry <laughs> thought i had a call there
0: which which why they're reviewing footage in seventh grade is beyond me yeah. i mean who why gets are you shit?
1: taking this so seriously all right
0: <laughs> i didn't real. go back
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <dear. laughs> damn so yeah. i saw i saw you recently uh you recently visited florida yeah a couple months ago um i wanted to ask about that i'm kind of curious because uh you know the it's one of the few states that like is open right now um you know, they've passed, not to get political, but they passed a lot legislatively that, um, yep. you know, people who love or hate. I guess I'm just curious, like, what was the vibe in Florida like?
1: So, with, like, the whole mask thing, when we drove, we drove straight to Panama City Beach. And we went to walmart first and that we had to put our mask on because the guy was like you guys gotta wear a mask on walmart i'm like okay
0: yeah
1: maybe the mask thing isn't so different down here well then we went to the liquor store and we walked in with our masks on and those guys just were like <laughs> <laughs> and we're like do we have to wear, do we have to wear these and he's like you guys aren't from here are you We're like no. <laughs> No, we're from wisconsin and minnesota and he's just looked at us he's like welcome to freedom I'm Like, what <laughs> so, yeah other than like the big stores like walmart maybe that has like a corporate thing that's like you know you wear the masks yeah you know, they're not fucking wearing them it's pretty much it's pretty much a free-for-all down there I, i'm just not even gonna sugarcoat it and you know what that's how they want to run it they're gonna deal with it the way it's going to happen what what's going to happen is going to happen the way they're Mm -hmm. going you know so it's they they have already done it for long enough to where it's i mean it it, the damage that it's done if you know there's a lot of damage isn't really
0: even seen
1: yeah so it's like i mean obviously they think it's okay and i didn't physically see people fucking hacking up long you know i didn't see sick hmm. people like you know it was just kind of like it kind of felt like pre-covid like you know just and i was like all right but definitely still on the beach like you know there's plenty of room so we're, we weren't within six feet of anybody you know yeah
0: yeah got it, true so we I get, we, sorry we go a lot. no go ahead so i guess how how did I mean, how did you feel? Like, uh, did you feel a sense of relief? Did you, were you, you know, like, are you worried about in, COVID?
1: I was in between. I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. And then I was also like, man, this is really weird. Because it's just like so normal to have to wear a mask usually. And I mean, like, kind of where I stand on like the whole COVID thing is, you know, I, I get people have died and are yeah. dying from it. But I also get that there are, you know, got like the flu kills fucking way more people (laughs) and i understand it's a pandemic and it's a breakout so it has to be treated differently and the flu is to be expected every year blah 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 but you know it's scale wise it's i really don't see that it's as blown up and as like black plague-ish as it's you know (laughs) kind of projected to be i think if you have a weak immune system and you're very susceptible protect yourself. If you're like, feel like me and you, you know, I'm not saying go be the guy that's transferring it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Be smart, but also, you know, don't, I don't think the mass majority of people should have to kind of follow the rules that the people that are seriously maybe like affected by it should, because that's, that was with the whole lockdown and stuff. I mean, have we locked down as a nation ever before? Like, <laughs> no. And, and like, I'm like, kind of looking at really how dangerous it is. And I'm like, and we're almost like martial law in this motherfucker. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I like, I get how deadly it is to people that are susceptible. I totally understand that. I don't think the mass majority should be penalized for it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Right. And that's kind of the problem is nobody's having the conversation. Like, And people
1: get too embedded in their side of it too, though. So it doesn't even turn into a conversation. It's more of an yeah. argument or the get mm-hmm. more interested in their point And then it just goes nowhere. You know what I mean? And it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what are you, are you really arguing for the sake of people's safety or are you really arguing to you know, prove your point and to feel good by yourself or, you know, whatever. That's where I that's why
1: I feel like I feel like 50/50 on debates. I'm like <laughs> I don't really think you're going to sway someone. I think they think something and if you say something they don't mm-hmm. like they're going to be like fuck you, you know? <laughs> like they're not they're not going to sit there and be like oh, you know, I don't know. That's just how yeah. get it though
0: no i mean shit you're talking like a podcaster man like uh, there there are some people that come in you know they have a pit they have certain opinions on things and like i just know that engaging in conversation with them about it just would do absolutely nothing it wouldn't be good content
1: no 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 that's why i'm a very i'm a very easy person to talk to about (laughs) shit and i know i'm a talker. so like i've kind of harnessed that and tried to take it in the right direction of like being able to Talk about things versus yeah. like being a t- then just over speaking and not hearing people out and like cause I know a lot of people that do that shit you know and it's just no one likes to talk to someone that's just fucking so invested and is gonna tell you everything they think about it and then not give a fuck. <laughs>
0: like- <laughs> yeah, well, and you know it's you know with the mask thing and you know it's about respect, honestly. Yeah. Like if oh, if yeah. you're around people that want a mask, you want you to wear a mask. I don't have a problem with that. If I go to I've a business. With-
1: Everywhere I go and I'm like, you know, if, if people, even where I work too, I keep one on me and if they got a mask on, I'm like, do you want me to throw a mask on? I'm like, I let them know. I'm like, I'm okay if you don't wear one, but if you want yeah. me to, I don't And that's kind of how I play that because if you're cool, I'm cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, and that, and that should be fine in my opinion, like, you know, to each his own. Right. Uh, exactly. There was a, I don't remember who was just on. I think uh, Kalima. He was talking about how he's in a store and a lady just started, you know, barking at him in the store, like not wearing masks. It's like, you know, you are, you are, you know, making a decision to be in the store and take the risk of being in the store. You know, you can, there are plenty of accommodations that these stores can make to, you know, if you are scared of going to the store.
1: So, out here, dude. I don't know
0: what the fuck to (laughs) do. It's great.
1: I know, dude. It's fucking nuts. I just, just don't understand the sense of entitlement. I really don't. Like, why? America, why, baby. <laughs> why? Why are you so important? Like, why? Why? Just go. You're fine. I don't know. I just don't do well with... Uh, I almost, like, consider that, like, just... You're just stupid at that point. Like, it's just, like if you're gonna go yell at someone for some shit, like how bad is your day like <laughs> seriously about a fucking mask, Like, I don't know. say your piece and then just leave like you know but hey everyone's different that's what keeps the world interesting. and the internet. exactly <laughs> so you
0: know if, if every if everyone was the same this would be a really boring place
1: super boring that's you know why could everyone be like me well that would fucking suck like <laughs> and we would probably get nowhere like, honestly there's some pretty incredible people out there and you know, they're not like me and I love it.
0: Damn. So, so one of the last things I want to ask about, uh, uh, you're a self proponent dab head and, uh, I've actually, uh, recently, <laughs> I've actually, uh, recently made the switch. I mean, not hundred percent, but I've kind of made the switch from marijuana dabs. I kind of want to just ask, like, do you, do you, I'm assuming you prefer dabs over pot. Like what, what is it for you that, why you like that so- better?
1: it's basically so i used to i used to only like when i first started smoking i ever i think everyone mostly just starts smoking pot you know what i mean and, and like yeah. i would buy you know i, just, I i'm a, how i would classify myself is i'm like a very productive stoner so like mm. i smoke pot as if someone would smoke a vape or a cigarette i still smoke my vape but like it's just it's my you know it's my work it just, it just keeps me going
0: mm-hmm. and
1: basically i was just spending a lot on fucking you know physical flour and i'm like i'm just tearing through it at a rate that i might as well get you know it's 70 bucks ish or was for a quad of like marijuana and i'm like well i can pay 40 bucks for a gram of oh, dabs and this is gonna last me a week as 40 bucks and it's higher concentrated so i just i don't have it's not as much smoke ingestion you're not sitting there puffing it's just one done and the same amount of, you know, effect. And I kind of like saw that I'm like, fuck it. So for cost wise, I definitely went over to dabs and overall for just kind of like, obviously it's not, you know, nationally legal everywhere. So like, it, it's a lot easier to be sneaky with, with dabs versus, yeah. you know, the loud potent smell of marijuana regardless of the way you're smoking it if it's a blunt a joint a hitter a bu- you know it doesn't matter that shit's gonna stink like a motherfucker and i can rip a dab and no one knows
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so
1: that's, that's kind of where i love it is it's it's very very easy especially for how much i i travel and play um i just take like a dab pen with me or i'll get my little you know my silicone nectar collector will and total package it's like this big and backpack you know and i just and i'm good and i think it's a lot easier to honestly be smart about smoking if you're smoking dabs because until pots just legal everywhere it's too loud <laughs> like it's way too yeah. loud
0: That's yeah crazy. like if you at a bar or something there's a difference between like you know smoking a joint outside and just hitting a pen really quick
1: definitely man and like so many people are smoking uh like wax uh, pens and just like carts and shit and that's where you got to be careful cuz there's so many fake carts out there to where like if you're going to do anything that's a cartridge definitely make sure there's probably yeah. like a QR code that you can scan try, you know try to make sure that you're doing your your DD as a as a smoker and smoke responsibly but um with wax it's it's a little you know, it's, you got to You don't have to be as worried. There's like CRC. Yeah. I'm sure there's enough people down in Iowa that have good wax.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got my hookups, man. I got my hookups. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, the, the carts. Uh, I always stay away from the carts. Uh, I've told the story in the podcast before, but um, back when I was living in South Dakota, I had one of my relatives, uh, not well, not relatives. He was a um, he was a friend of the relatives, I will say and uh he was actually one of the biggest dealers in the state and he sold a lot he sold a lot of cards um and after so you know so i went through a divorce separation moved back to iowa after i did that the same the same exact uh person that he was getting it from california actually got arrested because they were putting uh I don't remember what the chemical is called, but it's in mints. And in very, very, very small doses, it's okay. But it was right around the uh the epidemic with like the people dying from vaping and all that. And, yep. Yeah. So um I actually like you know, through others, I've known people who have gotten arrested for that shit. Put oh, yeah, that man. stuff in carts. So I don't fuck with it. I just do the concentrate. I just, you know, put it in the little coil pen and heat up and good to go.
1: And that's that's the way to do it, honestly. And you know, the the freshest way to do it you can do this if you got a little extra money you can order one (laughs) this is pretty fun you can get a little press and you can actually take physical uh like flour and just put it it's like parchment paper you put it in between and then it heats it up and presses all the it melts all the crystals the thc crystals pushes it to the outside so pretty much you got a flat thc-less flour and then you have all of the concentrate right around it you can just dab (laughs) that's that's the freshest way to do it without no shit no chemicals no butane fucking yeah so that you, you can even do it with a fucking uh with a hair with a flat iron
0: <laughs> I, I have seen that but i've never yeah. I, i've never thought of doing that though
1: yeah it's pretty it's kind of fun actually to, to watch it like melt and then come off to the side and it's got beautiful color to it it's kind of like that nice uh light gold and it, it you just look super fucking clean and it looks like something you want to you want to dab you know and i that's kind of like i i kind of consider myself a dab connoisseur in the terms of like i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm looking for dabs i'm just buying any dabs like i'm i'm looking i'm going to like multiple people like figuring out like what is available what's the best you know because I, I like to headhunt for the to the top shelf shit again for cost you know because yeah i'm not gonna buy something that's got half the thc content of something else that will last me twice as long so
0: what's the I, I know it's illegal in wisconsin but like what's the like is there any legislative like you know forward motion with legalization of marijuana or anything like that
1: so actually in lacrosse you can get caught with up to 28 grams on you and it's literally like a $100 ticket. Like oh, so they, it's
0: decriminalized. So pot,
1: yeah, pots pretty okay. Um okay. it's just with dabs, dabs is actually still considered a felony.
0: A, yeah. Sure,
1: sure it's a felony throughout the whole United States aside from like oregon and fucking maybe i mean it's probably still a felony but they're still fucking selling it. i don't know how that even sits because i know well,
0: the states where it's legal i mean it's legal and it's
1: then, legal. But- so just a felony everywhere else then
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: so that's that's still a felony which is where like you know the whole it's less of a ticket to get caught with weed but smoking dabs gives you less of a percent of chance of getting caught yeah yeah so it's kind of like you're fighting this this weird in-between thing, but like I just be smart, you know, like just drive the speed limit, don't get pulled over, don't be smoking I yeah, obnoxiously. I have a very good social awareness, thank God my parents <laughs> that in me. Like, don't be the loudest fucking table at the restaurant. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like if my group of friends gets too loud. I'm not like, yeah, I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Y'all need to chill right now. <laughs> but uh, like, same thing goes with that. You just kind of be a ninja about it, you know, and you'll, you'll be good. I haven't gotten in trouble. Knock on wood. I'm fucking, mm, you know, there
0: you go.
1: So, but it's very easy to be smart about, you know, you don't have to be a fucking wizard.
0: <laughs> so, so do you think, uh, like, because, you know, marijuana has been legalized in the last decade. A lot of places, so there's kind of been this hype of, you know, flour. Do you think that's going to transition to wax? Like, do you think we're going to, you know, over the next 20, 30 years, we're we just going to see more and more people
1: going yeah. to that? Yeah, why wouldn't it? Because um they're realizing how much money they can make on marijuana. Then you add dabs to that. That's just more money. And they're going to see that. And that's, I mean, if you go to Colorado and you go to like, fucking Taco Bell that was like I was at. It literally looks like the like all the shit they have is so nice. Like every like it's just paying for so much shit, and it's like, why wouldn't you do it everywhere else? And I'm going to tell you why Wisconsin is probably going to be the last one of the last states to do it is because we have the tavern league, which is so gung ho on fucking mm-hmm. alcohol and where we take where we you know make a lot of our money as a state so as soon as that tavern league starts seeing you know if we legalize marijuana you know how many people are going to start, start smoking and stop drinking but drinking is their only outlet aside from cigarettes but you're not going to smoke yourself drunk that's not a thing so yeah their only legal outlet is to go drink and that the tavern league is probably going to be the reason why wisconsin is going to be one of the later states to be like all right fuck it because then they're probably gonna have a plan to where figure out where the tavern league can get involved or some shit like that you know so it's kind of the way i'm thinking about it still treating it like it's legal i don't give a fuck but (laughs) (laughs) but i I know the state we live in is heavily driven off alcohol sales so it's kind of doesn't make sense for this state to do it soon they're gonna hold on to it for as long as they can
0: Iowa is a very similar story. Uh, I remember one of the things that was so, I thought so crazy about the lockdowns during the summer was uh, our governor, Kim Reynolds. For a point of time, it was legal to buy an open container of alcohol from a bar, drive home with that open container. <laughs> <laughs> but they, still won't, they still won't let they they still won't let pop be legalized <laughs> you can there was a point time where you just could actually drink, drink and try
1: an container. <laughs> well, yeah I'm if
0: right you right. got if you got pulled over you, I, well i guess i don't know about that but i would assume you get pulled over you're like yeah hey, i just came from this bar and kim mate legalized so like, well, all right have a good day here's
1: here's what's that that kind of brings it to is it's just getting so ridiculous to where like i think the mass majority of people are going like just fucking legalize it yeah like,
0: we're sick of it you, we're over You guys are
1: literally trying so hard not to that just like how much effort are you putting into this yeah. like there's so many other fucking things that we can focus on and you guys are <laughs> sitting there trying to be like no like why you want a billion dollars as a state in like six months fucking there <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you would make enough money to bail out all the people that you know didn't make enough literally,
1: money. Literally. They'd be fine.
0: I think but, it's up to 70% is like the you know, the US, like how many people want it legalized. 70%. Yeah,
1: that's and growing.
0: And growing. Exactly. <laughs>
1: you know, but hopefully we can be growing in our backyard someday. <laughs>
0: you know I, it's really stupid but like i have this like little jar of like all these seeds i get from i get from pot i mean who knows <laughs> yeah, yeah. if they would actually grow but like it's just kind of a stupid little thing for me i always kind of think like oh this is a felony <laughs> you know, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Little
0: <laughs> 20 know. <laughs> you know
1: the fucked up part is, is people sitting in jail for 20 years for it yeah like flower like where you money hungry stupid motherfuckers like that's all i yeah. gotta say you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah you know if they really want to not to get political but if they really want to you know make a move that really help people it would be to you know all the people that are sitting in for those sins just cut them off yeah them, let them, them go out of there
1: what are you doing what are they gonna do go eat a box of cheese it's
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're,
0: they're not gonna be violent uh uh, criminals smoking a joint, you know.
1: No, and don't get me <laughs> wrong, there are people that like when you're moving like crazy amounts away, yeah, there are very dangerous fucking people out there, but like that's with anything. You know?
0: Yeah it's security. <laughs> well <laughs> right? and uh, yeah, and that's a problem from it being illegal. That's not, you know, if it was that, if it was legal, and, that problem wouldn't be there.
1: There it would have legal security. It would literally mm. be like those fucking money things that go to like Walgreens and go get be like those armored vehicles with a shit ton of pot no just cruising down the road
0: <laughs> yeah well i think that's what they do in cali right they, like those states i think they actually have that kind i of don't stuff.
1: know do they?
0: I, I mean i i don't know it could be talking on my ass but i feel like they do that
1: i i think that's a pretty educated guess it kind of makes sense <laughs> i feel like they're doing that
0: <laughs> yeah it just takes one fucker to be like hey i can just rob this whole car of like you know 20 tons of weed <laughs>
1: Dude, I literally just watched a video on Facebook and the random ass string of videos that you get sucked into. Yeah. the fuck, And one of them was this armored vehicle and uh, attempted robbery on it. They're on the highway, and these guys were just lighting this fucking thing up with like automatic weapons and shit. There's just these two guys in there. I'm like, damn. It was hitting the window, too. Bulletproof glass. Thank God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. But I'm like, fuck, that's, I'm like, oh, that seems like a cool job. Like, what if you got fucking four SUVs around you trying to, like, get you off the road going 70? Like, then shit gets pretty real.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why they pay you well, right? <laughs> oh, the
1: guy, like, three F-16s in the fucking vehicle. I was like, oh, these guys are about to get the heat. <laughs> Better back <laughs> off. <laughs>
0: Jesus fucking Christ! Crazy times, man. Crazy times.
1: And every day, it's just getting. You know, I mean, hopefully, hope. I I did kind of feel. I don't know if I'm the only one, but like a little energy change with the whole 2021 thing. Like shit's starting to. Oh, because 2020 was just fucking as far as you could. Just the worst down drop it's so much i mean i know personally i went through so much fucking shit like my one of our dogs ended up passing away that was mm. just random as fuck she started having seizures out of nowhere and like had to put her down and she's only like two it was terrible and then my girlfriend's mom ended up passing away and like unexpectedly and it was just like on top of everything that was already happening and you know it was just fucking crazy as to like how much shit hit the fan all at once. Like it was just nuts. And I definitely have felt though, like, and maybe that's just, this is just me personally. Cause I'm in school, but I just got done for the summer. I'm not going to do summer classes so I can like focus on music a bit. Cause I was, I was doing full-time school, full-time work. And i was still trying to do my music on top of that. So it was like, that was, that was a lot. And, um, but like with this kind of whole everything's you know getting a little back to normal coming back yeah. I, i'm done with school over the summer my girlfriend just got her uh she got her uh certificate for being a hairstylist and hmm. shit with ironically more training than police officers have so <laughs> <laughs> was fucking dying when i looked at that i'm like you gotta be getting me are You can you can just tase someone and she's got to go to school for four times more time to just put a highlight in? What is this?
0: Oh, wait, you think it's a taser, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. How is that even fucking... I just... I can't even believe that one. I, that one. <laughs> that one's got... That one's beside me. How did you even... Were you a secretary? Like, what... Is that the first... <laughs> Oops! What do you mean? <laughs> oh my god! Terrible situation. But what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's just getting so dumb to where everyone's going. What the fuck, man?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, shit you hear about it all the time now. People aren't even people aren't even reacting. Well, people are reacting, but like, you know, it's it's not like surprising anymore.
1: It's happening at that. an alarming rate. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's just, it's desensitizing us.
0: Mm -hmm. Exactly. We're
1: getting like, Oh, another one. Oh, another one. It's like motherfucker. But we real, I mean, like I can't personally stop it. I would love to, and I will put my best foot forward to like put the greatest vibe I can out there. But like no individual person can go fucking change that, which sucks. Everyone just needs to get their shit together. Like, you know, (laughs) a lot of people don't realize that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I, I always tell people this if people spent the energy focusing on other people on themselves, the world would be a better place.
1: Holy shit. Amen, bro. For real. I can agree with you on that one. That is just stop. Yeah. Why are you so concerned with other people? Just focus on yourself. That's it. Make yourself better. And through doing that, you'll make the world better.
0: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, man. Really- Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, that sounds like a great note to end this on. Um, did, do, uh, I guess, did you have anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? Uh, your info, your social, where can people find your music?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm going to be slowly moving my shit to Spotify uh, here. I have just had everything on SoundCloud and everything is there. Everything currently, uh, it's Rusker on SoundCloud. You should be able to find its first one. Um, and then on Instagram, it's Rusker Official. Uh, you can also follow Polite Boys. That's to uh, stay in touch with anything that we're doing in the lacrosse area. And we also play, uh, me and 210, with Polite Boys. So we play as a group um, in different cities as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rusker Official, And if you want to add me on Snap, it's the underscore Rusk. I post a lot of my uh, promotions there too. i um, trying to think of if there's anything else. Facebook, just look up Rusker, you'll find me. And then, yeah, I got the upcoming shows I have. Let me make sure I get these dates right for y'all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Minneapolis and Fargo, right?
1: Yep. So that's um, – we got uh, the exchange in Minneapolis. That's this Thursday, so on the 6th. And then I'll be in Fargo, North Dakota on June 5th for OG Nixon. And that's at, at the aquarium. That's going to be fucking crazy. I've played there before uh actually open direct support from monks there so that was that was nutty. Um and yeah other than that basically anyone that's watching this thanks for the support <laughs> thus far. Yeah, because we're uh we we got some shit in the works, a lot of collabs coming out here. Um I got one with fossils, I got one with Driggs, my boy out of LA. And um yeah, I might actually be I've been debating but I'll it's been leaning more towards yes than no. And I'm probably going to put an EP together here soon mm. and release my first EP. Um, hopefully sometime uh, before the mid half, like half of the summer, I'll get it out there. Um, so a lot of shit going to be coming out. Um, definitely go on my socials. You'll be able to find everything that I'm posting and uh, say, what's up.
0: Awesome. Hey, um, I'll definitely make sure to check out that EP when it comes out. And yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah all that hey man it's been a great time
1: yeah dude this is a fun chat this is a fun first podcast in the books thanks for uh letting me do this this is fucking awesome
0: yeah this is a fun time uh like i said i'm sorry i can't be in person uh virtual kind of sucks but you know i think it was a good one so
1: hey no, no worries man we'll uh we'll make another one happen down the road when we can uh make it happen in person
0: yeah for sure man hey uh if you're ever in town or if i ever in wisconsin we'll each other up all right
1: yeah, please do, man.
0: Hell yeah! All right, hey, you have a good night, man. A good day, a good night. Good, good, good talking to you, brother. Have a good one. <laughs> All right, peace. Thank you for tuning into today's episode with Rusker, um, an EDM artist from Wisconsin. He had a lot of great insight on the area and um, other things in the community. So I really appreciate him coming on virtually. It was a good time. Stay tuned next week. We will be back live on YouTube with King Supreme. Um, he's actually roommates with OBS. Uh, maybe we'll have him hop on toward the end. We'll see. Um, but because I, I think they're actually joining up together, uh, or drive down, up, whatever, man. It's it's all the same longitude, longitude, latitude, right? Um. God, you know what? I, whenever I like mumble over words, I always fuck it up. I always like you fuck up the punch of the joke, the joke that isn't that funny. Okay. Anyways motherfuckers stay tuned we will be back live next week um look forward to it all right peace have a good one